Auto Line Daily is brought to you by Bridgestone, your journey, our passion. And by Dow Automotive Systems, improving durability and increasing design flexibility with Betamate structural adhesives at DowBetamate.com. Hello and welcome to AutoLine Daily. Later on in the show, we have the next installment of Design Handbook with Jim Hall. But first, we have to get to the news. Autonomous technology is the hottest topic in the global automotive industry right now. Nissan kicked off a fury two weeks ago when it announced it will have autonomous cars in its showrooms by 2020. Autonomy dominated the discussions last week at the Frankfurt Auto Show. And the L.A. show just added an extra media day devoted to the topic. Yesterday, Elon Musk announced that Tesla wants to develop its own autonomous car. He tweeted that out yesterday, looking for engineers to join the company and report directly to him. Meanwhile, autonomous technology is improving by leaps and bounds, and the costs are coming down fast. No doubt you've seen the spinning LiDAR system that sits on top of the fully autonomous cars like Google and Bosch have developed. That's essentially a hand-built component made to military spec that costs about $70,000. But Valeo, the French supplier company, just unveiled its low-cost LiDAR system that is significantly smaller, can be packaged into the front grille of a car, and will cost, are you ready for this? around $250. Vallejo's LiDAR, or laser radar, is not as capable as the more expensive system, yet it's pretty good. Vallejo says it has a range of 150 meters, a field of view of almost 150 degrees, and accuracy down to only one quarter of a degree. Sounds to me like two of those things together would match the more expensive system. Audi is forecasting that a fully autonomous system on a car will cost about $2,500, but with so much R&D being thrown at this technology, I think it might even be cheaper than that. Juan Pablo Montoya is making his return to IndyCars next year, but not with Chip Ganassi, his former IndyCar boss. Instead, he'll join Roger Penske and Penske Racing, along with teammates Will Power and Elio Castroneves. Montoya is one of the most accomplished race car drivers around. He won the kart title in his rookie year and also won the Indy 500. Then he jumped to Formula One and most recently raced in NASCAR. But he didn't do that well racing stock cars and we'll probably see him more often in Victory Circle now that he's going back to open wheel racing. When the Ram comes out with its 1500 Eco Diesel later this year, it'll be the only automaker with a diesel light duty pickup but as we've said, other automakers will be keeping a close eye on its sales. And according to AutoGuide, GM can drop a diesel into the Sierra or Silverado if it wants. But what's more interesting is that it would be the same engine going into the Ram. The 3-liter V6 engine is produced by VM Motori, which GM partly owns. So far, however, GM does not have any plans to use it. Have you noticed that cars are a whole lot quieter than they used to be? Well, if you're like us and don't necessarily think that's a good thing, the folks over at automotive supplier Forcia may have the solution for you. Called the Exhaust Dynamic Sound Technologies, it's a speaker mounted at the end of the exhaust that, depending on speed and engine load, will replicate sound similar to powerful gasoline cars. 
It can also allow designers to develop the exhaust system much later in the design process because they can play around with the exhaust note they want. Imagine hearing a Ferrari pull up beside you only to look over and see a Yaris. Earlier in the week, we reported that Tesla is fighting a battle with car dealers in California over opening its own stores, which may violate fr franchise laws. So we asked you, should Tesla be able to operate its own stores or have to go through a franchise network like every other automaker? Apparently, most of you don't care about the law. 78% of you are on Tesla's side, while the remaining 22% said the company should have to use a franchise network. Now we're going to have to see if the courts agree with you. It's time for a design handbook as Jim Hall takes us on a field trip to learn about MMI. That acronym spelled out after this friendly message from the folks who make AutoLine Daily possible. Here's one of the great things about the all-around performance of our jeweler tires. Excellent traction. Do you need a ladder? Yes, I do. Okay. At Bridgestone, our passion for performance knows no bounds. You know, when you think about car design, you're probably most often thinking about styling. Things like character lines and stamps. But these days, usability is a bigger deal than ever. This week's design handbook subject is MMI, or Man-Machine Interface. I'm Jim Hall for AutoLine Design Handbook. We've talked about design so far, and we mean usually the exterior of the car. We're talking about things like bone lines, faces, grills. But there's more to design than that. Obviously, interior design is a big issue, but there's a bigger part of interior design than just the way it looks. It's the man-machine interface, how the driver and the other occupants interact with the car. It's always been important, but it's getting even more important now. We're going to take a look at this Hyundai Santa Fe three-row, and we're going to bring up a couple of issues. Take a look inside. Hyundai Santa Fe Limited three-row, it's a pretty nice vehicle. I mean, brick-colored ventilated leather seats, a ginormous glass sunroof. It even has a heated steering wheel. So to activate the heated steering wheel, you just press the button on the steering wheel. No. Now, this actually is not that. The heated steering wheel button is out of the way down here next to the active eco button and the center differential lock that probably no one uses. So what's the button up here do? Press it once, and you have sport steering. Press it twice. You have normal steering, and you also have comfort steering. The only thing is, when you key the ignition off and you come back to the car, it's defaulted back to normal steering, which makes no sense. If you give me a choice, don't you think I know what I want? The same, shall we say, behavior holds true for the audio system. Let's say, hypothetically, you want to listen to the really popular Russian pop band, Propaganda. You go to the media setting here, you press menu, and then if you want to shuffle, you have to press the button twice to get folder shuffle and then actually music shuffle. Fine. You go into the 7-Eleven, you buy yourself Doritos and a half gallon of low fat, you come back out, rekey the ignition, and you've got to set it back to shuffle. This is not friendly MMI stuff. It sort of says, we'll give you these features, but we know how you should use them, and don't mess with them, that's better. A little bit of work is needed on this one. Other than that, nice car. For AutoLine Design Handbook, I'm Jim Hall. Say, if you want more of Jim's lessons on car design, hop on over to our YouTube channel. Just search for AutoLine Network, on youtube.com or click the link on autoline.tv. And then don't forget to join us tonight for Autoline After Hours starting at 6 p.m. Eastern Time. We'll be talking all about Buick tonight, so join me and the auto extremist for some of the best insider discussions in the business. And that's on autoline.tv. 
Anyway, that wraps up today's report. Thanks for watching. We'll see you tomorrow.